in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing the thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast hi hola Hi, everybody. Oh, and hi, hi to all oh, of you out there. Hello. Welcome to the Freedom Friends Podcast. It's Thursday. We're sitting in a circle, sort of. That can only mean one fucking There's thing. sticks and hands and drinks on the table. Johnny Boy, what are we about to do? We're about to masturbate, boys. You goddamn right. It's time for Freedom Friends Master Debate. <laughs> Solving the world's problem, one mediocre topic at a time. We have a very special guest with us today on this particular debate. We have my, like... It's it's a walking hard on is what it is, man. Like every time I, see, I, I can see it, <laughs> Jason Murph from Grill Your Ass Off here, the CEO and Prez over there. Fucking, uh, what's your what, what, what's your official title? What'd you give yourself? Meat seasoner. Yeah, masturbator. Um, <laughs> no, I'm CEO. So, yeah, all right. So yeah. you kept it because like you you have your title well, on my business cards. It's El Presidente, right? And then what was yours? Oh, this is at the gun store. Oh, the chief BS, uh, chief BSO. Yeah. Chief yep. BSO. Yeah. So chief bullshit officer. Yep. I like it. Yep. I like it. Um, Justin, you gave yourself one. What, what, what did you say you were? Chief propaganda officer. There it is. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Actually. Yeah. 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 We didn't do anything fun with that. You still can, man. You're the fucking I did, boss. It turns, weekend, out, yeah. I turn, turns out the state doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You can Declare yourself whatever it is. So I think, I, well, I don't think we did anything legally. We just yeah. put it on our business. Oh, cards. no, I yeah. registered as pubmaster. Yeah. Under position. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I think Matt with Black Rifle is uh, chief of happiness. Yeah. 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 Well, so I learned this from Elon Musk. Because there's he, only three positions that are actually recognized within a corporation. Yeah. And, and it's, it's what is it? President? C-levels don't actually. Yeah. It's, they're all made up. It's like president. Treasurer Secret- and, and secretary, secretary are the only yeah. thing within a corporation that's actually recognized as a, as yeah. a position. So the Elon Musk's like, Oh, he ripped into that room of C levels. That was like all of these C titles. They're all bullshit. None yeah. of them mean a damn thing. Yeah. What did he, what did he name himself though? Who is he talking to? Was oh, it was this. So this, I can't remember the name of the organization. They're like an international association for all these C level guys that get together uh, and stroke each other off. And now I can't remember the name of it. it starts with a V. Whatever. Uh, whatever it is. But it's essentially it's this like yeah. they He was a guest speaker. So they paid him like, an obscene amount of money to come in like, on a video cast all and they put him on a made big screen. <laughs> and it's just this sea of sea level officers, just like a yeah. like a huge conference room full of all these guys, like hundreds of people, and they're all CFO, CEO, CMO, like all these people. Yeah. And he was like, they're like, well, as far as structure, it's cause you titled yourself something for his overarching corporation funny like he he gave himself a funny Uh, job title i I I think he literally it was like it was like party aficionado or some shit. no it was like (laughs) it was like future something 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 like it was this bullshit made up title and he was like because all of these titles are made up none of you all of your titles don't matter. None of them are worth a, a thing. Like none of them matter to any of it. Cause as far as a real corporation is concerned, there's only three, these three positions yeah. and I don't do any of those. So I picked this other title because that's more of what I do. And it, it's yeah. hilarious, but he essentially was just looking at all these people. That are like, on yeah. Elon yeah. is going to tell us how to be him. And he was like, yeah, get over yourself. Like all of your like C me. titles are fucking useless. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I like the guy. I like the guy. 
So, uh, so what are you going to do? With what? Put some thought into it. I am. We'll follow up on the next one. All right. Deal. Uh, deal. I can't think of anything creative right now. No, it just makes me think of like the whenever people like reach master. out. Yeah. Meat master. Meat yeah. beater. Yeah. That could go wrong. Um, or so, right. Or right. <laughs> or depending so on the situation. Right. <laughs> Definitely not in court. So we have a. Uh, I don't know about rub and tug. I think uh, rub and tug works. If I was a Marine, yes. The rub and tugger? Yeah. Rubber and tugger? I mean, our number one selling t-shirt is rub my meat, so. There you go. There's that. Huh? Justin, what do you got for us today, buddy? All right, boys. All, All right, right boys. boys. So I want to know, in your opinion or your experience, what is the uh, the best or go-to barbecue recipe when you're a... Uh, out on the grill on the weekend or smoker, whichever you prefer. Like our particular specialties. Yes. When someone, when you're like, let's say we did, over. let's say we did like a potluck of like the five of us. Yes. Like What's, what, 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 are what you is your bringing? best dish that you're going to bring? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's tough. Can I go last? Yeah, you should go last. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll kick it off. Yeah. Meat master gets to go last. I do a really good beer can chicken. I can make fucking like roasted chicken on my grill real fucking well. You just have a thing for putting things in butts. Yes. Can confirm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I make a real good fucking like, like any kind of like, like that, pol- like poultry on the grill I'm good at. I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <clears throat> proud of my bacon. Yeah, you should be. I think I'd show up with my bacon. Nobody would be out. mad at that at all. You should show up next time whenever I'm here with your bacon. I want to try it. Well, I need more than a fucking 12 hour notice that you're going to be here. <laughs> Well, at our next curling meet, you can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that joke, go listen to the episode, you fuck. So, <laughs> uh, John, what about you? Like, I know you're uh, normally the smoked queso guy. I would either queso wings or a brisket, but I got I that queso pretty good. Yeah, yeah I you got the you queso pretty those, those, uh, those, those, Oh, those the tips. fucking burnt belly, yeah. burnt, or the pork belly Burnt yeah. ends, yeah, yeah, those are fucking bombs. Those are amazing too. That's meat I candy. Yeah. I think it depends on the yeah. audience. Yeah, it does. It really does. But but I, I'd, I'd go queso or those pork, pork belly burnt ends. Yeah. That'd probably be one. What all are you throwing in your queso? Fucking everything. Okay, <laughs> 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 like three or four. Yes, uh, I think the last one I did, I did like four or five different cheeses, uh, cream of jalapeno, a bunch of your seasoning. Um, what else? Chorizo. Uh, I was about to ask if chorizo. Yeah, chorizo. Uh-huh. I use some deer sausage. Um, fucking all kinds of shit. It's just I, I essentially I found like a base recipe, and then every time I made it, I just kept adding more shit to it. And then like, oh, okay, I don't need that anymore, but I'm gonna put this and this in it instead. And that's how the best shit happens. We, we have a fuck ton of deer sausage on our way. Done. <laughs> we have a lot coming. Okay, so here we come. <laughs> that should go in the uh, <clears throat> future book. Yep. 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 Uh huh. Yep. My specialty is uh, eating, telling my wife <laughs> yeah, to cook whatever it is I picked that day. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't grill. <laughs> She's just so much better at it than I am. I, I do, I do grill a little bit, but like she does the prep work, and like she's just better at it than I am. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, know. like I'm sure Haley probably could grill. The couple, I mean, I've I've done some de- decent briskets a couple times, and I've done. I remember one specific brisket. One specific brisket. <laughs> I got really drunk into my pool, and uh, it turned into more like a. Have you ever taken a bite out of charcoal? Yes. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. My happened. first brisket was the same way. Yeah. 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 And the last time I used the grill, it, I, I started a fire, in in my Traeger, so. 
So I guess on that note, what is your wife's best dish? She's good at everything she does. Uh, she really, she's a great cook. Hence me being fat and all. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, You're just healthy and well-loved, buddy. Yeah. 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 Uh, As my wife put it, she's trying to get me fatter so I can't get away. Uh, yeah, fat people are hard to, are, they're hard to kidnap. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really. So, like, let's say we're going to a barbecue and you got to bring something. What do you think you would, uh, well, I, I'd probably lean Scott's toward. going to show up with booze. Yeah. Booze and, and, and probably a brisket if I had to. Brisket. Yeah. I like brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking I. Right there. Meat master. Either that or I'm bringing lasagna pizza again. You haven't gone yet. Chicken. I went first. Oh yeah. That is right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, we got chicken covered. We got bacon covered. We got brisket covered and we got queso covered. Queso covered. Yeah. I'm going to go with two different things. Okay. So if we're having like an actual party, like the Super Bowl. Or something like that. I'm going to do pinwheels. Oh, okay. So like get some um, blade tenderized skirt steak pounded out nice and flat. Uh, since we were talking about beaten meat earlier. As you do. Um, <clears throat> go with like a uh, panko bread crumb. Um, across it, uh, some good cheese, like some smoked Gouda. Mm, uh, like something smoked along Gouda. those lines. Uh, some Madu steak seasoning from Grill Your Ass Off. Um, some cilantro and uh, roll it up, smoke it, um, sear it on the outside. Once it hits about 120 degrees, slice it, and uh, you got little bites of heaven. Mm. Um, now, I'm not mad at this. No. If it's a smaller party, uh, I'm going to go with pacayan, which is a uh, Brazilian-style steak. Um, I'm going to take the actual pacayan. I'm going to cut it with the grain, sear it into actual like steaks that are one to one and a half inch thick. And then uh, as you go to cut it and eat it, you cut against the grain. And it's basically a very lean portion, almost like a sirloin with a beautiful like quarter inch thick fat cap just on the outside. And if you do some good chimichurri on mm. top of it, it's heaven on earth. Like you can't beat that. Like it's filet, ribeye. Yeah. You can't fuck with that shit. Yeah. We have nice. a great chimichurri recipe with the Krispies mango habanero Ooh. on the website too. Nice. If you I haven't made, had good chimichurri, that shit will change your life. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just made a batch two, three days ago. We were testing a new rub. So. Fucking I. Yeah. I'm hungry as fuck now. I man. know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, people sometimes say that they're you know jealous that I get to smoke cigars whenever I want. And I get to write off like as research and development, any other brand of cigars I smoke, you get to write off all of your meat that you buy. Yep. And for this, I am slightly jealous. That is, it, uh, it, but you know, like, it's funny. Um, we have, I have a lot of people who say the same thing, Yeah. but like at the end of the day, the most of what I eat is just like chicken or rice. Right. Here's what you don't know is he's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Kill me now. Um, <clears throat> I mean, James eats primarily salads every day. Yeah, yeah. Which blows my mind. Good, Still, heart, good heart health. Yeah. <laughs> Great fucking heart health. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm having heart problems, but I really love the salt. <laughs> <laughs> salt with a pound of ranch. Um, no, it's uh, you get tired, tired of it. Yeah. Like over time, like especially if you do it all day and then like you're filming it, you're taking yeah. photos of it. And like by the end of the day, you're like doing these brisket and these ribs and yeah. pulled pork and it sounds amazing. But you're just like, fuck, where's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right, right now? Right. Like, I don't want any of I this just shit. crustable. <laughs> yeah. suck when good food turns into work. Yeah. 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 And then you're just like, oh, you want to cook? I'm like, no. It's no. Like, and like, honestly, the I, first three I, years of the company, like I got so fucking burnt out. I did not eat barbecue like for the yeah. longest time. And even still now, like. 
I could give a fuck less about brisket half the time. Yeah, like yeah. a good brisket is good, but I'm like, I'm, I'd rather have something else. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, because by the time, like whenever you're creating all that content, that's what a lot of people don't know right, right. is like, you just get so fucking burnt well, out. That's like, I used to own a gun store mm-hmm. and when I got out of the business, I, you know, it took me a, a while to even give two fucks about a firearm. Yeah. You know, well, like, before you got out of the business, it, took yeah. an act of God to go shoot. Yeah. Because it was just... Every like, time we went to shoot, it was content. Yeah. It was no, either content... No, 100%. Or if for some reason it wasn't at our, the private range that we had, it was... We get in there, we start unloading what we're going to go shoot, and nine people walk up and start asking questions. Because they, they, they knew me or, or whatever, and it just was like... Yeah, it was hard to go to a public range ever. Yeah. 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 It's something well, like the downfall into going into business for something that you... Yeah. You really love because it's you can't overexpose yeah. to that thing. And now it's like like I know that with my new business venture and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like if I I, I essentially have ensured that I will never get to participate again. Right. By deciding I'm gonna sell it. But like now <laughs> right. it's just now I'm not gonna get to do it anymore. Yeah. No, hundred so, percent. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer. You know what I mean? It's kind of but, a bummer. But like, I also know that going in. Like you, you like, like I'm you, not going to be surprised later that. Well, like why do people start businesses? <laughs> it's usually it's passion based, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, like you had a passion for fucking seasonings. You had a passion for cigars. And luckily, I won't ever get burned out of cigars. No. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're solid there. That's the but, one industry yeah. I've worked in and all that kind of stuff yeah. that it's like, yep, nope, never really got yeah. sick of this. This yeah. was definitely like this a, yeah. But if like, you so do it for a matter of a day, it's kind of a bummer though that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do my hobby. It's like, yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is that to solve that, I'm actually trying to start a content channel just because I'll have to dedicate the time to. Right. Well, now I actually get to participate because I have to make the content. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, and I got lucky because my hobby is actually like business. Yeah. The understanding, marketing, working to business and everything like that. So it's like business to me comes first and then comes food. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Because, fuck, I mean, you throw me 10 years ago, I wouldn't fucking be able to tell you how to smoke a brisket ribs or anything like that. I was just some dumb fucking kid. Well, same way when we started the cigar right. industry. We didn't know shit about the industry. Yeah. You and know, it, I didn't know like, a goddamn you, thing about the cigar industry. I could tell you the difference between a good cigar and a bad cigar. But yeah. I couldn't tell you anything else. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, and I was right up the same boat. And it's like, well, fuck, how fast can I learn all this exactly. shit? Because like, yeah. I have to if I'm going to be successful. And yeah. I mean, that's where I find fun. That's like we're, yeah. you know, waking up every day. It's not about like, oh, yeah, how am I going to smoke this brisket? It's like, how are we going to grow the company and be able to continue down this yeah. mission? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and for people listening to this, that they're passionate about barbecue or they're passionate about cigars and they're like, oh, my God, 10 years ago, these owners didn't know anything about it. 10 years ago, did like, you know how to smoke a well, brisket? But no, like that sounds bad, <laughs> right? But the amount of hours that we've put in. Yeah, for these ten years will be more than these normal people put into their their, you know what their yeah, barbecue. Like if you're a hobby barbecue, yeah, right. you're never going to catch up with the amount of hours yeah, yeah. that you've now yeah. pumped into it. As right. it's oh, like business owner. Like when we with Warfighter, once we knew what we were going to do, we probably smoked a thousand cigars. No bullshit. Before we went down to go blend, yeah. right? Because we wanted to know what was on the market, what everybody else had, what they tasted like, what le- what cigars tasted right. which way and what, and you know, all of that. And so like, yeah, we might've been new going into it, but we had a pretty good idea of what yeah. we wanted. And then now it's, I mean, our lives are immersed in it. So yeah. you guys are pretty uh, good at teaching though too, man. Cause like, look, look at me, like I'm, I'm a novice cigar smoker and I still, I still claim to be a novice cigar smoker. Yeah. But honestly, I, you never want to lose that. No. Yeah. Like the best mindset with cigars 
at least I've found, and I've been around the industry and in the industry for a very long time, is it, it always be prepared that you're going to learn something. Yeah. Like you're never going to. There's a couple of true masters out there, but they're like 75, 80 years old. <laughs> like you meet it's these like guys that, and it's that, like that dude in Vegas. Avo, yeah, <laughs> like, that dude's a fucking legend. That guy knows but, what he's doing. You know, you know the guy's I mean? in like, the industry for like fucking fifty years. Yeah. So like it's when their family's been doing it for a hundred plus years, and they're you know third, fourth generation. Yeah, that's yeah. all they've known their whole life. Yeah, you know they've been grew, they grew sure. up in a, a cigar factory like in Carlos. the Dominican or Nicaragua. Yeah, like Carlos yeah, Fuente. And not to plug another brand or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, is the Fuente family is a bunch of fucking legends and yeah. they're like multi-generational legends. Yeah. Like, and, and, just, and you're not going to see those guys make, geeking out about the, no. the new boutique cigar. Cause they know the all funny, of the industry. And that's the funny is that right. when you run into them, like actual, yeah. like Carlos and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, must be great. He must just smoke Opus all day. And it's like, really? If you ever get a chance to be around him, see what he's actually smoking. Cause it's probably one of the core lines. It's yeah. probably just, because that's what these guys get passionate about. It's can I deliver consistency, a consistent cigar that is phenomenal every fucking time. Yeah. Not we were able to blend this 150 boxes of this phenomenal cigar. Not that they're not great, but that doesn't keep the doors open and it doesn't make a legendary family. What yeah. does is that $6 cigar that is exactly the same every time. And it has been for the last 50 years. Well, like, like, like I, when I, I've, probably smoked fucking 50 cigars in my life before this podcast right. started right yeah. and then the last two years i mean like i like i've just gotten we'll send you a bill <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you ain't lying fuck man thanks buddy <laughs> fucking, but i feel like i've learned so fucking much well it's, it's like <laughs> you've hung out with us and that reflects the amount of time yeah, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, like th there is an investment of time into so learning this for for us to say we're burned out about something that we're we were passionate about, and it, you know, like it's not a. In, if you look at it in perspective, yeah. If your full time job was to grill barbecue, like the guys that work at all these big barbecue places here in Texas, you would. I, I doubt they go on a Saturday and they, I'm sure like Franklin, yeah. Rich Franklin isn't like isn't like. Uh, yeah. You know what I really could go for right now? Brisket. Those pit masters? <laughs> right. I guarantee you those pit masters and stuff, when they get up on Sunday, it's not like, I think I'm going to go fire up my grill. No, they're like, no, they they're like, to a restaurant. Yeah, can I like, somebody yeah. else cook they're they're like, I think dude, I'm going to have a salad. They're like, I'm <laughs> like going to McDonald's and yeah. get a burger. <laughs> like, fuck this. Well, that's like one of the other things that also like fucks you too is like once you start learning all of this and getting very good, then it goes hard. It's hard to go to an actual like nice restaurant and order a steak and be like, I want to pay a hundred dollars for this fucking steak. I could cook better myself. Like, yeah, yeah. what's the fucking point? Well, but, you know, like, like bartending. Yeah. Like, you know, I go to a bar, get old fashioned. If that old fashioned doesn't knock my socks off, I'll be like, bitch, I could have had a better one at home. Oh yeah. That, that's you know fighting I mean? terms right there. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, just... like, cause I know how to make, a, I know how to bartend, yeah. you know, like, like, well, fuck. Yeah. My family's in the service industry and you guys were and stuff like that. You ever met like a 20 year cook that wasn't completely burnt out on well life in general? Yeah. Like, yeah, these guys aren't then like, you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to spend three hours making my own fucking dinner. And it's Usually like, no, because I make home, dinner for other motherfuckers like all damn day. It's like, like the mechanic. Well, the, you know, the mechanic yeah, that always drives a car that's. Yeah. 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 Or the mechanic that drives a car that barely works because yeah. he's like, I'm not going to work on mine. Like, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. just paying me to do this, dude. Like when I when I was a mechanic, I, I didn't change my own fucking oil. I did this shit all day at work. Yeah, 
not doing that fucking no. I'll let somebody else do it. Somebody right. getting paid for it. But it was great you know? what you were talking about earlier about how much that they've been able to teach you about cigars because that's whenever you truly know you've mastered a subject is whenever you can actually turn around and teach it to someone appropriately. Yeah, like right. I can take their cigars and I can tell you about them now. Like like uh, what did I have the other night that that bourbon aged. Oh yeah, cigar. That it was a Sumatra. Yeah, it was. But a Sumatra. it didn't taste like a typical Sumatra. That was fucking amazing. Is what it was. Vanilla and all kinds but of. But I, I got like vanilla and like like almost like a citrus note on it and shit. And I was like, I'm so I, proud of you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I handed it off to him, and he tried it, and he was like, "Fuck, Mikey's nailed it." And, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like, yeah, dude, like I'm, I've developed this palate being around these guys and just like ru- like like them rubbing off on me a little bit and like and it's, it's just an exposure thing too that's like, what it is man I, i'll rub like off you, on you anytime you want yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah boy it's not like it was some boot camp it was, I was like wait, i was waiting for i was wondering who was gonna make the joke <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. and i'm sure it's the same way with barbecue like you said you, i didn't know fuck all i just knew i'd i like the spice blending but i didn't know how to make a brisket or whatever and it's it's not like a boot camp it's I'm going to try it. I'm going to learn something from that. I'm going to take that little piece of knowledge and move to the next one and, and yeah, just keep yeah, carrying yeah, it the, off. The best, until, thing, the best teaching moment is when you fail. Yeah. You yeah. fuck up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you light your brisket on fire. And then you're like, okay, I know not to do this next time. Yeah. 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 I've, I've been there. Yeah. And then it's, and that honestly, that's what made me better at grilling too, is hanging out with my buddy, Jared. Yeah. Uh, Frack daddy. Frack daddy barbecue. Who's a f- big fan of your shit, by the way, huge fan. Um, uh, and, and he does, he's got a YouTube channel that he does him and his, him and his wife do it. Like and I've been friends with this kid for fucking years, man. You know, you always gotta have that one fat friend. Mm-hmm. He's my fat friend. And okay. he's like, <laughs> but he, like his food is amazing, man. Like I would put his brisket up against the best. Like it's just challenge accepted, dude. I'm telling you, I would love, I would love to see it, man. I would Our love next to- curling meat. I'm gonna fuck him up. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Shit, like uh, like like the kid's fucking amazing, man. And um, uh, but just even hanging out with him and like and like cooking next to him and stuff made me a better cook. You know, it made made yeah. me better at grilling. You know, and like taught me patience yeah. you know because that was my biggest problem is i would fucking pull the steak off too soon or that's everything would, yeah like i would fucking i would fuck up like i just i just didn't realize that for instance patience like, is number one when it comes to cooking paul does all of our recipes uh our food blogging all that kind of stuff now and like he is a far better cook than me and far i mean probably than i'll ever be and he sent me a text yesterday and he was like, how fucking long is this brisket going to stay in the stall face? Right. Like he was like, dude, I think I fucked up. I'm just like, just trust the process. Just yeah. let it rest. Yeah. And that was like one of the things. Um, and that was uh, the biggest lesson in cooking I ever got. Yeah. Well, for was, um, Christmas. After the cook is let letting your meat rest yep. and not like pulling it and cutting while it's like hot off the grill. Yep. It's just giving it that 10 minutes just mm-hmm. to kind of chill and you don't lose temp. It's not going to like, if yeah. anything, it'd warm up a little bit on the inside, but yeah, yeah. just well, letting it rest. That was like the big thing, but it comes back to that patience thing. I did an experiment over, uh, for Christmas on Christmas day. And I actually let a brisket rest for 28 hours. Oh, wow. And like by far Game the changer? best brisket I've ever had in my really? life. Yeah. Oh, really? As long as you keep it in between that 155 to 130 degree range inside the whole entire rest, like fucking uh, absolutely amazing. Um, nice. So my buddy Jared, he, he uses his Yeti cooler. Yeah. And he'll fucking lock it in his Yeti cooler. And he's like, I'm not opening that bitch for like fucking two hours, two, three hours. Hmm. Yeah. Leave it wrapped he, in your butcher paper, yep. wrap it in a couple towels, throw it in a cooler. That's exactly what he does. You're yeah. good to go. And then like, if it does start going below that 135 degree temperature, you can just like pop off the towels, throw it in an oven, throw it in your smoker on, you know, keep warm setting or low temperature to keep it in that range. But yeah. I mean, 
Because that's what I did. Because, uh, I mean, in, in a smoker, you can only go about, or in a cooler, you can only go about eight hours or so until it starts dropping sure. too much. And then just throw it inside the oven, keep it warm. Yeah. And you're good to go. And it's like, it's amazing what that does. So how, See long, what I do how long on a brisket? Is I actually put mine between me and the mattress hours and sleep to actually it. cook it? No, no, to, to let it rest. Oh, yeah. That one was 28 hours. But like what, like this should be the minimum amount you let it rest. Is three, hours. three hours. Three hours. In my hours. opinion, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Yeah, I've never three, done that once. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never done either, but my briskets, I usually cook like fucking 14, 16 hours. Yeah, but. Yeah. It, and so I don't it, have another two hours. I'm yeah. like, fuck, we're going to go right now. Well, no, <laughs> and that's like one of the things that I've learned over time that's actually made it easier to cook a brisket is to like most people are like, well, I got to wake up at three o'clock in the morning if I want to have it at 6 PM at night, because yeah. it's going to smoke for 12 hours and then rest for this long. See, that is that the beauty shit. of having a fucking digital, like, like I uh, put it on before I go to pellet, sleep. Pellet smoker. Well, yeah, no. Overnight. So like do it the whole entire day before. And yeah. then knowing that you can rest for that long yeah, allows yeah. you to have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. Right, so you're sure, not yeah. in a rush to get it done because you know you can let it rest. That's a good point. Um, that frees up that. a whole lot of time. Well, but then again, you, and then you don't have trial to fuck and with it when your when your company's there and exactly yeah, you're yeah. like oh it's ready and you know whenever we're ready to eat I'm just gonna pull it out and fucking slice it and you're yeah, done. Nice. I'm but try that. That doesn't come without trial and error. Yeah. And failure. Yeah. And yeah. like I don't know. That's that's my most fun thing in like business is like failure. It's like it's almost fun because like, <laughs> you don't know. I, I failed a couple it. businesses. It's not that much fun. Yeah, no. I mean, but I, I learned too. a lot from it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you get here. And it's like you know the the low, the hard times, yeah. and shit like that is like what keeps you fueled up for the good times. Yeah. Well, one thing with John and I and Warfighter, we we learned that we can run very very lean. Yeah. When we need to. Right. Uh, you know, and that that probably taught us a lot. A lot. Like, so, a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah. Fuck. When when I met Johnny, lived in the camper out back. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> no pay. Yeah. You know, like, you know those were our weakest yeah, You, you yeah. guys didn't pay yourselves for fuck, fuck. months, years, years. They yeah. haven't been years. They've only recently been paying themselves. <laughs> right. like, like, I don't even know if it's been a full year. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would say it's. I remember walking in here and getting handed a cigar, and a good bottle of bourbon was opened, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And Scott looks at me, and goes. We're free, baby. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and that's very recent yeah. memory. Like, yeah, that it is, wasn't that. Wasn't it was that not long that long ago. ago. Yeah, about two years, I think. Yeah. 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 So, like, but still, like, I mean, but that's that sacrifice, right? Like, that's that, and that comes down to you taking the time and that trial and error. Like, wow. you know, like where you you sometimes it's forced and just being you know, but too stubborn to quit and not having a backup plan was. The yeah. biggest thing. <laughs> like, but I feel like this one's got to work because yeah. I got shit else, man. Well, <laughs> I, I, I feel like if you go into it already having a backup plan, you're bound to fail because you're not going to put in put yeah. in what needs yeah, to be done to make you succeed. Yeah. That's yeah. a comfort zone, yep. and that's what I feel like a lot of like um, you know business owners, you know, since we're talking about the Olympics earlier and our future curling team, uh, <laughs> you know, Olympic uh, athletes, uh, athletes across the board is like there's no off switch, no. Because, just, you know, if there is an off switch, you're fucking done. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm just going to keep on fucking going. Yeah, and if the I Olympics fail, is a cool. good pull for that. Like, I'll move on. You don't meet a whole lot of gold medal athletes that were like, well, you know. My backup run, plan was to go to my, college. I run in my off time, but yeah. Yeah. I'm actually a full time whatever. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, I run. Yeah. And when I don't want to run anymore, I, I, run. I run some fucking more. <laughs> There's nothing else for me to do. Like, yeah. there is just 
There is just this, yeah. and that is it. My manager gets me a shoe deal so I can run more. Yeah, like, and that's, that's, <laughs> like, that's it. Like, there is no – because they only have one goal, yeah. and that's either to be on the podium or there is nothing else. And a lot of those guys are like, and I'm going to keep going until I get on the podium. And you'll see them in their third, fourth, fifth Olympics, and it's like, what are you doing in the rest of the time? And it's like, nothing. I do this. Like, this is all I exist for. I'm curling. Yeah. I'm, I fucking curl. That's what I do. <laughs> I I sweet curl. ice. Yeah. I have a van and I curl. Yeah. <laughs> and hair care products. A sweet fucking mullet. <laughs> Is that going to be a requirement? Well, like, I guess it can't be. Never well, mind. It can. It could be a skullet on, in, three, in three of our houses. <laughs> we just, we just have to wear hats. I'll handle yeah. the hair division. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's that's you and Murph's fucking if we're going, speciality. If we're going four years and we're actually serious about doing this, I will do my fucking damnedest to grow a mullet. We're gonna get you on every single kind of one of those like Rogaine, right. and all yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, we're we're just gonna be like fucking Project Hair. John's gonna be Joe that would be, Rogaine. That would be, like, be an easy sponsor. It's gonna be like what do you, like, what think do, about you do? Like, That'll be a really easy I curl sponsor. And I try to grow hair. That's all right, I do. That's all I do. That's <laughs> all I got. Mission uh, mullet. 2026. There you go. There you go. Fucking A, boys. All I know is is we need a team IROC if we're going to do this. I'm in. I got T-Tops. A team IROC. That's how we roll up to the Olympic (laughs) Stadium. Yeah. And an IROC. We need a van, though. Yeah. What we need is like we need an AT van van and an IROC. Yeah. Yeah. Or a kit. That's one of the reasons I, I knew. I knew I'll, I'll settle for a kit. One of the reasons I knew I found the one for me when I when I met Haley. Is she was like, wearing high tops and drove an IROC. No, we were talking. We were talking about. Uh, we were talking about uh, when we were having kids. She was like, "I don't want a fucking minivan," and I was like, "Well, what do you want?" And she's like, "She's like, just not a minivan." She goes, "Unless." It looks like the 18 van, and I was like, "Oh, oh, you're the one, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not gonna lie. When I was, I'm gonna put a ring on this. <laughs> when I was looking at a, a vehicle that could handle what I needed for the game shop and stuff, I was literally looking at the the big vans that you can like lift. If you if minivan came out of, of your mouth, no, I not, was gonna bar you from any more no. automotive conversation. <laughs> no, uh, not a minivan. You were but those, this close in my mind. The big ones that you can like put yeah. a lift kit on and yeah. all that kind like of shit. Like, like, like the yeah. E three fifties. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was literally looking at him going like I had a buddy of mine in Okinawa that he'd he'd been stationed there forever. His wife was Okinawan. And this dude had this fucking like Okinawan van lifted on like 35s yeah. and painted like the A-team van. And I was just like, oh, I wanted, dude, you're yeah. awesome. I was looking at it and I was like, I was already looking at parts to be able to get the spoiler for the back and shit. Yeah, yeah. He had it. He had it, man. Cause like he was in like some car club and like all his car club buddies were all like wearing fuck rocking like skylines and shit. Right. Cause it's Okinawa and he'd pull up in this fucking van. <laughs> it was awesome. I just be like, dude, I still have my wholesale parts connection for, truck and car parts so yeah, right. we're set as soon as we get the van there you go nice i actually do have a wholesale part car parts connection now thanks to the wife's new job yeah she gets a wholesale pricing on like it's like 29 automotive brands for By the way, all of nice. the oe parts did you, did you get that did freeman send you that uh that uh fucking el camino for sale yeah, but they want fucking ten grand. And he said it to me. One. He said it to me. I was like, "That's jazz, man. You got to send it to jazz." <laughs> yeah, but it's the ugly one, and they wanted like ten G's for it, and there's a hole in the side. Oh, and I was like, "Fuck, that's off. about right." <laughs> so, so it's authentic. Got it. <laughs> it's super authentic. But it was the ugly one. It's got a hole in the side, man. It's- I want Leon's. Yeah, Leon just had somebody try to buy it from him, and he was like, "Fuck off." Yeah, Leon, I, Leon, Leon, and I went through like a an El Camino. Yeah. 
little venture. You go through an and we were hanging out the, No, we were standing there just like, just gushing about El Caminos. <laughs> Fucking love that car. Yeah, the fun is where you drive and the back is where you fuck. Mm-hmm. It's the mullet of automobiles. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Mullets are taking, making a comeback, so the El Caminos will be. I want that one out of Australia, the Holden, the Holden Ute. It is a, it's, it's a GM product. We just don't have it here. Yeah. And it's a motherfucking El Camino, but it's Corvette powered. Huh. So, and every time the new model comes out, whatever's in the vet, whatever engines in the vet that we have here, that's what goes in the Holden Ute. I had a buddy of mine who had a Ranchero. Yeah. No, see, no. No, and he, I was like, isn't this just like an El Camino? And he's like, no, it's like the Ford version. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, that is, that is the wish.com of El Caminos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty dope though. No. I got to give it to the guys down in Australia, though. They will take whatever vehicle they want and turn it into a burnout vehicle by putting a fucking NHRA drag fucking engine Dude. in a shit fucking box <laughs> yeah, car. There's sure. a, there's just, a whole, just to go do fucking donuts and burnouts. There's a whole <laughs> YouTube channel based out of Australia, and these motherfuckers have, turned, have turned any car you can imagine. Into fucking and they've insane. done things like they've gone to Korea and bought like weird little three door Korean bastards that you can't get out of Korea and, and then like fucking, imported it into Australia and then like huh. gutted it and uh, dumped the biggest engine that could fit into horsepower it. drag engine yeah just to do burnouts. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you remember, do you remember Steve Urkel's car? Like the yeah. whole front opened. Remember that? That's a real car. Yeah, I'd love to have one of those just for fun. These cars are so <laughs> nasty. They they they're so cammed. That just idling in drive, they chirp every time the fucking cam turns over. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, that one crew built one that idled at 35 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yeah. That's legit. That's legit. So, barbecue. (laughs) So, uh, we got chicken. We got beef. We got pork. We got cheese. Yeah. And we got more beef. I think I'm going to do yep. my next lasagna pizza on my smoker, though. You should. Oh, yeah. Just do that. You know what? I built a whole lasagna on a pizza crust, so it was just handheld lasagna. You, you know what I'm, I'm really surprised that John or I didn't mention is anything like wild game considering. Like like a good like fucking like a backstrap or anything like that. It's just not as convenient for most people. The the problem is you can't count on having it either. Yeah. I think that's why it doesn't go to anybody's type of thing. Mentality is like, sometimes you can have a really good year. Like you got two deer the other day and stuff like that, but you could be on a hunting dry spell like like he's been and been like, (laughs) like driven all over the fucking nation and still has no meat. He's been wanting to bring elk, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got a whole entire another fridge and freezer in my house, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Because I was supposed to go on a hunt and get a Pierce David's deer, and then that Ooh. went to shit. Now I have an empty fridge and freezer. Right? <laughs> so I might have a line. That. I might have a line on a moose hunt this year. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh really? And it's going to take a lot more than one of us to fucking eat all that meat. So oh, yeah, uh, a moose would feed <laughs> a, a moose would feed all of us. Yeah, like, for a year, down, like for a flat tires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's it's like shooting a fucking animal the size of your truck. Yeah, it's fucking well, huge, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. so speaking of that, Uber talking about all the stuff that we learned over time um, for anyone listening that is newer to cooking, cook by temperature, not by time. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. Yes. Shoot for internal temperature. Get a nice they can fucking, change. 
wireless probe or even a fucking one of the instant fucking temperature things. That's what I have. Like you can get at grillyourassoff.com. A hundred percent. Yes. Yep. We actually have our own instant rate thermometers now. It's got a little <laughs> jackass on it. Yeah, it's got a jackass on it. It's got a beer bottle opener so you can stay hydrated while you cook and magnets. Oh, fuck. I might Ooh, need this. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Wireless is Business. maybe coming soon. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm plugging shit you don't even have yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of that today. See, I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, now I'm going to have to fulfill on all this shit. Mark, we have all these great ideas. Yeah, yeah I already had them first, fucker. <laughs> like, you're no help time. at all. <laughs> you know all you're the doing monitors is the, I have to buy to Who have you been talking to? Yeah. All you're doing is fucking up my timelines, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, nobody listens to this fucking show. Like, no, yeah, that's right. like last year we like at the beginning of the year we scripted out the whole entire fucking year on like every month what was going to happen product launches and everything and then all the supply chain shortages happened and by february 1st yeah. everything went to shit yeah and then so like <laughs> yep. september came around and it was like oh yeah hey by the way the 10 products that we were going to launch are all available now and it's like well fuck like how do we roll out a launch and fucking you know three four months left into the year right. and it's like well here, here we y'all go. go here's yeah. a bunch of random shit there you go boys no, God, at least it was Q4. I'm really hungry. Yeah, now. that is true. I'm really hungry now. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, we were talking about like our go-to stuff. What's your go-to thing that you've learned in business so far? Whether it be failure, success, go-to thing. Because uh, I always get asked this question, like whenever I do. It's, like, it's kind of vague, though. It uh, is like a lot of people want to know, like, oh, well, what's your go-to like biggest success moment? And I normally go to like a failure moment because that's where you learn the most, yeah, not in, like 100%. a successful way. But it's always like the hardest there's thing not for me really, to answer. There's no for us. There's never been a a big success moment. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of little things that have added up, right, to equal that over a long period of time. Uh, it's not been one big. I I, thing. I think the biggest thing was the the worst time uh, of the company and like we were talking about when we learned how to run super lean Mm -hmm. because most people once they they start the company and they start it with whatever capital they have and then they continue to try to grow uh, as big and sometimes as fast as they can if they're not doing it correctly. some people who are brilliant like black rifle coffee went from Nothing, Nobody, nothing to public. To, not to publicly in traded in seven six years. years. Six seven years, years yeah. whatever it is. Like, so, like that's eight. crazy. Uh, right. But I think that was our biggest moment was that. And it, it incorporated almost two years at time. Um, but it taught us so many things. It taught us how to run lean. But it also taught us what we actually needed versus what we actually wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you understand that, and there's a lot of companies, and you can watch them, that they just – they start, they grow, they keep going and going and going. And then you're like, whoa, like, dude, you've been, you know, three, four, five years and you're doing what? Yeah. Like, how can you afford that? Like, yeah. or you have how many employees and they're getting paid X? Like, Jesus, that this is new and you have this house and that vacation place and this, like, whoa, you know. And then two years later, you're like, hey, man. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah like, they didn't well, I put, wanted it now, yeah, but I had right. no idea they, how to maintain that. Exactly. So um, yeah. So every time you expand your business or you grow your business, it's expensive. And Yeah. Right. If, if you're growing your business and you're not broke as fuck. You're doing, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things <laughs> that people don't realize is like growth eats cash flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cash like, flow is everything in business. Like, like you're, you're talking about, you know, all these new products, right? Well, mm-hmm. You have to schedule them so you can pay for one and then use the revenue from that to get the other one off the ground. Not to mention just the expense of 
you have an idea. So yeah. like you guys want to do a new blend or there's a new, yeah. there's a new seasoning coming from you guys. Yeah. It's not like you can just wake up and you go like, yeah, let me call my guy and I'll just tell him like, Hey, I need a new cigar. And then a couple of days yeah. later you have one, the expense and the time it takes yeah. to come up with that yeah. one singular Packaging, thing. Branding, like, figuring out the how much product. shit do you throw away? Cause it didn't work. Oh, a ton. But it's not like that shit's free because it yeah. didn't work. Like that all costs money along right. the way. Well, that's to like do it. I was saying, like with the whiskey smoked sea salt, that took me six months yeah. right. to be able to get that recipe down. Like that's fucking time I can not get it's, back. It's anything yeah. else. Like I'm in the middle of launching, right? The amount of money it cost me just to put in a fucking floor. Yeah. 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 And, and that floor is not. Let's, it, let's like not even do talk about the anything. fucking ridiculous quotes you were getting too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I finally got a good deal, but even at a good deal, it's not like it was no money. Like you know, it was what? a good deal, but it was an expensive good deal. One of the, like, one of the biggest things for us is if we were thinking about launching a new product, right? It's uh, even if it's a great product, but you don't sell very many, <laughs> then you, you, or like, for example, t-shirts, right? Yeah. If we, if we want to roll out a new t-shirt and we over order, they're going to sit there forever. Mm-hmm. Or if we order the wrong sizes, we're yeah. going to have small t-shirts. We, we, sitting we there. have shirts sitting up there that were ordered five years ago. Yeah. And they will never fucking sell yeah. yep. just based on the demographics and, and not in our, what our company or customer base is in the fucking cigar industry. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody messed up some numbers and we got a whole fuckload of shirts and it was like, great. Now what do we do with these 75 shirts that we're never going to like ever they, they yeah. take up storage? That's it. You know, that's, yeah. Yeah. I know you give my wife a few. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anybody that here, you want, you want another one here? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have the same thing. Like we have overbought shirts and then people will come over to, you know, the house or the warehouse and it's like, Oh, Hey, yeah. You want a t-shirt? Yeah. Like, oh my exactly. God. Thank you. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Cause at least somebody's going to wear it now. It's not going to sit in a box. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> Fuck, we have hundreds of blends that we've done as seasonings. It's just like, well, this is trash. Yeah, and all that raw yeah. and all that raw product costs money. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. and the time that you lost for going the, into the it. The good like thing with you guys is you can do a blend like here and be like, oh, this sucks. Like we have to all the expenses of going to Nicaragua, being down there for a week, hotels, travel, <laughs> you know, food, yeah. the whole nine. And then we have to wait and let them age, and then we come back and we're like, yeah, we'll blend oh, a cigar. Sucks. We'll yeah. blend a cigar, and it might be great when we're there, but then once it you make the cigars and they start to re-ferment when the tobacco's together. So you have to age them for about 30 to 60 days. Then the whole flavor of the cigar can change. Right. And you can have something you were very proud yeah. of blending to being the worst fucking cigar fucking you've ever had. Turd. And now there's, <laughs> and now there's 40 of them sitting in my humidor that I don't even want to smoke. A bench yeah. roll can you be know, amazing. Like, and then six days later, you're yeah. like, yeah, this dog rock is <laughs> a fucking yeah. cigar. So. Well, and that's what happened whenever I first, and it took me about two, two and a half years to kind of understand the ropes is like what you can actually get as a raw ingredient for seasonings versus like what the actual manufacturers use. Right. Is totally different. So, yeah, Putting a blend together versus putting a blend together that can sit on a shelf uh, underneath fluorescent lights in a not perfectly climate controlled area for right. two years and be fine is totally different. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that was like, you know, that was a slap in my face whenever I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I got this badass blend. Yeah. Walk into a big bottling facility. They're like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> so like, the same thing with shit. the cigars, right? Like, yeah. we'll go down to Nicaragua and we have a guy that runs our factory. He's what, 70 years old? Yeah been in the cigar his world entire his life. entire life and uh i'll be like hey this is what i'm thinking i want this tobacco this tobacco this tobacco and he's like no he can't do it and i'm like why he's like it won't burn right he's like those you have to you know you have this type of tobacco 
around this type of tobacco so it burns evenly. And, uh, you know, so I'll be like, well, can you roll me a couple anyway, just so I can learn, so I can see it, right? And, you know, it's, but shit like that where, you know, those guys are lifesavers. Though, yeah. Where you'll, yeah. Like, you'll have an idea and they just go, like, look, no, yeah. it, it, you're wrong. It's and been, it, it's it, been it, tried before. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's probably pretty similar, like for the seasonings on paper. Mm-hmm. That should be fucking amazing. Right. Yeah. And, and, then, and it could be in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. But in a bottle in the current condition yep. how, in a retail form. How actual right. production works. Yeah. It changes your on paper, which is the most amazing thing in the world to, oh, the, no, we can't. Yeah. We and that comes down to like do the this. best thing. I think regardless in business is not what you have. It's who you know. Exactly. And if exactly. you don't know the right people, then you're going to be fucked. Yeah. You know, and to bring later. it all back to barbecue, all of these lessons hold. Because if your barbecue sucks, it's because you have actually haven't done enough of the trying and let it not work. And you haven't failed. And been willing to eat the eat the expense of getting <laughs> well, through the failures for it to or, actually work. Or you haven't learned from your failures and you keep yeah. doing the same yeah. fucking mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. It probably wasn't the meat. It was probably you. Yeah. You, you could expedite those failures by going to growyourassoff.com and clicking on recipes. That's yeah. true. damn right. <laughs> then you could fuck up his recipes. Yeah. And you could expedite not getting bad scars by going to warfightertobacco.com. There you go. Also That's true. true. <laughs> also true. That's true. And if you need a fucking dick joke on a t-shirt, go to redactedsupply.com. <laughs> <laughs> and most of those are fucked up. Yeah. 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 It's true. I mean, in the right kind of way. Those are authentic gents over there. <laughs> I have a good shirt design for that after this. Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. talk. If you remind me. Okay. All right. Speaking of after this, let's wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. Grill your ass off. Check them out. Grillyourassoff.com. Use that code FF15 over there to get you 15% off over there. Uh, of course, warfightertobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Get yourself 15% off there. OWellness.us. Quarter off your order for Freedom Friends 25. Three little things, guys. Tiny little things. Easy, easy to do, easy to remember. Words to live by, if you will. Whether you're in the background yard grilling or you're fucking fucking up business and learning from it, you can still always do these three things. Johnny boy, hit him with the first one. Smoke on. Mmm, Scotty. Uh, drink on. God damn it, kids. Freedom, Freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. Later. Uh, tell your mom. Penis. Oh, and the inner friends. Yeah. I'm and, already done. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And some friends. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking on.